The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com, and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I have a very courageous and special guest. His name is Sebastian, and Sebastian is a current Amazon employee, and what we're going to be doing is is we're going to be getting into the working conditions um, and what it's like to be an, an employee of this huge corporation, Amazon, which just recently um, is actually took over, I think they're number five now in shipping of packages. They just surpassed FedEx. So right now, Amazon is shipping um, about 20% of all packages worldwide. Think about that. That is a lot of packages. Now, I'm all about, for me, you know, um, I, I'm all about capitalism and people going out and hustling and doing good, you know, good things and bringing good products to people. But there's a lot of things going on that we want to uncover today and just bring to the public for, for many reasons. And, and many of you are probably thinking, well, why are we having an Amazon employee on when, you know, your show is focused on gut health and being healthy and happiness and, and you know, and growing your spiritual path? Because the reality is, is that Amazon is moving 20% of the packages. That means there's a lot of people working at Amazon and Remember, everything in your life is connected, right? So if you have a bad experience in your career, if you're in a job that's dangerous, that's demeaning, that's demoralizing, and you don't get paid a whole lot for, for your efforts, um, and, and you're really just not look, you, you feel like you're not a human, then that's going to affect your health, okay? Bottom line is that's going to drag down um, your immune system. And because every part of your life affects every other part of your life, right? So anyway, we're going to go into a deep dive today with Sebastian. Sebastian, thank you so much for coming on uh, the Health Hero Show. I appreciate your time today, brother. Oh, uh, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And I hope I can share of some reality of what goes on in the workplace. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, you know, when we met and you started telling me all this stuff, because um, I'm, you know, I've been not very happy with Amazon for a long time. So, you know, let me just lay some groundwork here for the listeners, because, you know, first off, as a small business owner myself, and I ship packages, right? We ship our, our detox and our nutritional products all over um, the world. And so we need shipping companies to do that. And I'm grateful for that. Um, however, it's not certain things should be fair, right? And what I found out was, is that Amazon has so much power and control that they actually got the United States Postal Service, which is a federal corporate, a federal uh, organization of the federal government, which is owned by we the people, right? And, and, and what they do is, is that they actually got, um, they, they got the post office to start working on Sundays. 
and like shipping packages. And it's like, okay, well, what's the big deal? They're shipping on Sundays. Okay, no big deal. I'm okay with that. But where I did have a problem was, is that myself and you and every single person listening to this broadcast, at least in the United States that I know of, our tax dollars are subsidizing Amazon. Did you hear what I said? I mean, they're almost, they're, they're one of the largest companies in the world. Why do we as taxpayers have to pay our tax money to subsidize shipping? What Amazon has done is they put their main hubs close to the United States Postal Center hubs so they can get the packages over there quickly and ship them. Why are they doing that? Because they still, 70% of Amazon packages are shipped United States Postal Service. Again, this is a government organization. And what they're doing is, is they've got the government, these people in charge, these corrupt politicians to subsidize every single package going out to the tune of $1.46. So what that means is for people in America listening, I don't know how it affects people around the, around the world, but in America, every single package that goes out, we are buying down the price of Amazon shipping, giving them a competitive advantage over the little guy and everybody in between to the tune of $1.46. Now, if they're so big and so successful, okay, build the hub next to them, right? Have great shipping. You got the money. Buy all these, buy these properties close to these UPS, United States Postal Service hubs and ship your stuff faster. Okay, that's smart business. But why do we as taxpayers have to do that? Okay, that's number one. Now, number number two, I, I, that, I mean, what do you think about that, Sebastian? Well, you're just speaking the truth, and uh, there's always some snakiness everywhere in all areas, and no matter how hard you try or even your voice being heard in the workplace, no matter what kind of position you're in, there's no chance you're going to be heard. Don't count on it. It's It's pointless to even try to give an effort to speak out against whatever it is that's corrupt within the business because it's not going to change and everyone knows it's not going to change and it's too big for it to change i feel especially now that the fact they've worked their way into this system that you're talking about like yeah they found their slot and they're going to just keep going with it and pushing it more but yeah connection to <laughs> usps well, hopefully by the end of this show today, brother, I'll be able to give you some hope because there is a way to make change. There's always a way. And it comes with enough people like yourself getting fed up mm -hmm. and upset and saying enough is enough. Uh, and what that means is it's a bottom class, working class movement. That's what it really boils down to. And we'll get back right. to that. So, mm -hmm. so number one, we as taxpayers are subsidizing every package that Amazon is shipping. And remember, they're shipping 20% of the world's packages. That's a tremendous burden on us. What if that money was to go to the inner cities to start uh, reconstructing buildings and pr providing infrastructure so that for children and people and nurses and, and, and moms and dads and, and teachers could have healthy, clean water, right? Getting mm -hmm. the urine and the feces out of the streets that's returned like it was in the early 1900s. Right. Right. Well, this is what we're talking about. All this money could be going towards things that benefit us, the working people. So why is us, the working people, basically getting shit on so much, literally, um, and then we have to pay for it, right? We get paid to get shit on. That's what it really boils down to. And it's, yeah. like, it's like literal, like it's in the streets today. Okay, number two, my other big point, 
was um, the big thing that really, um, you know, kind of rubbed me with Amazon is what I, I'm, I'm, I do e-commerce work, right? So e-commerce means that, right. you know, people go online, they buy products and we drop ship them to them. That's like an e-commerce business. Okay. Now there are other people in my industry and in different industries that have had tremendous amounts of success. And a lot of them actually used Amazon, right? Because a lot of people buy on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Why? Because Amazon makes it really easy. You got your prime membership. You don't got to think about it. The pricing's really good. You just go in and buy everything. It's like everything is in one spot. Oh, yes. And you check out and it's just, they already got your information. You hit the button, it's doom, it's out the door, right? They make it really simple to shop. The problem with that is, is that the business owners, what they're doing now is that they are, um, they find out what's selling and what's successful, okay? And then they basically just take over that piece of the business. So I'll give you an example. There's this gentleman, he had a supplement um, he was selling and he was doing over a million dollars a month in sales. He worked his butt off, built this business and had these employees and all this stuff. And what Amazon did was, is they said, hey, you know, there's a lot of um, corrupt stuff coming out of China. So we need to see your certificate of analysis. Now, a certificate of analysis is a third-party certifier checking your raw materials to make sure there's no like heavy metals, radiation, pollution, that kind of stuff, um, E. coli, salmonella, right? It's a, it's a, it's a third-party testing company to make sure that your ingredients are pure. Well, okay, that kind of makes sense. Amazon looks like they're looking out for the customer. They want to see my COA or certificate of analysis. And what they did was, is they take that COA and they looked at it and they found it because what else is on that certificate of analysis? The lab, the lab where, the, where this gentleman was, was getting his stuff manufactured. They then contacted the lab and then cut a deal with the lab and then cut this guy out and then took him in their search engine and drove him down to the bottom and put their product up there, which was similar with, but with a different label. And then his business overnight and his employees are done. Mm -hmm. That's it. They sucked it up. Right. And the same thing's happening because they purchased Whole Foods. Now, from this, you guys listening today, if you remember when you first went into Whole Foods, there was a little bit of that organic 365 deal. That's the Whole Foods organic brand. And have you noticed that it just keeps getting more and more and more in the store shelves? They're doing the same thing in Whole Foods. Any companies that have success, right? They just take it, they make it their own, and they just get rid of them and they take that shelf space because they're controlling that shelf space. So these are the couple of the big things where I've, I've seen them crush small, medium-sized business owners. They're just getting too big for their britches. And the other thing that I think it's just morally wrong and, and it's a monopoly is where they're, I don't want to pay taxes. My hard-earned money, I pay too much in taxes anyway for the way our government's treating us. And we've got like trillions of dollars in debt and we, our health's in the shitter. Our, um, and our cities have, like I said, urine and feces in them. We have all these issues. And yet I'm supposed to subsidize Amazon with my tax dollars. I think it's, I think it's like mm. crazy. <laughs> All right. So those are the couple things that I was pissed off about. And when I was talking to Sebastian about it, he was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, well that's nothing, dude. And he started laying some stuff out. So dude, why don't you get into, now everybody knows why I'm pissed. Okay. And again, <laughs> what I recommend you do in case you don't listen to the whole episode for whatever reason, you get distracted, your kid's jumping on you or something is that go to Amazon if you want to shop. But if you have a moral compass, like if you're a decent human being and you want good for yourself, your children and your family, stop buying products from Amazon, 
Okay. Mm -hmm. You may think, well, that will make a difference. It does. The only votes that count today are the way we vote with our dollars. That is one voting system we know still works. Stop giving them the money. Go directly to them, shop, use their search engine to find the products, and then go directly to the companies, purchase the products, and gladly pay the shipping cost and wait an extra day or two or a freaking week if you have to, to get the products to show up so we don't have companies like this destroying the fabric mm -hmm. of, our, of our nation. That's what's happening. Okay, yeah. so now I've got that out. So how long, Sebastian, have you been working at Amazon? It's been over a year and a half now, and we're going into another Christmas season okay. uh, called peak season. And that's when <laughs> it gets even worse than it is already. Um, I would say first starting out, it's this excitement of I'm about to do a delivery job Um I've seen like FedEx and UPS do it. it seems like a pretty simple job to do if you have a dream on the side that you're wanting to invest in. It's well, a good why did you why did you start with and why did you go to start working with Amazon in the first place? What was it just a, a better paying job or why did you start there? What was the I, hook? It was so I was just getting out of this other job that, you know, unfortunately, like there was illegal stuff going on and I saw it all beforehand and got out before it got worse. And, you know, I just needed something to fall in COVID's, you know, also had hit at this time. Mm -hmm. So all the stuff I was doing in my own personal small business, um, it just kind of went to shit for a little because the income wasn't the same and my clients weren't getting paid. So they can't pay me. And, it was just this whole mess. So I was like, I need something part-time for just regular income. And it's a come and that's where they get you to. It's, it's, um, the wage, the, what do they call it? Competitional wages or they're competitive maybe. Yeah. One of those words, but where it's like, um, yeah, we're beating out most wages than what other places would pay you. Like this place is paying 14, but we'll pay you 17 over here at Amazon. Yeah. This place is paying 15, but we're paying 17.50 over here at Amazon. And I'm like, okay, it's a, it's a decent pay for, and then I look at it. It's like, you're required to work 10 hour days. And I'm like, okay, well, I was already doing that with my old job. So I see no problem as long as it's three days a week. And they're going to, they're, that was the thing. They were lenient about my schedule too, in the beginning. And I don't know if that was also bribery, but, um, well, dude, first off, I didn't know that you were, um, a small business owner, you know, a lot of small business owners, my hearts go out to you guys out there. Um, I'm very <laughs> fortunate again, cause I'm e-commerce and a lot of people were home and having everything delivered yeah. to them. So, you know, it really didn't stop. My business is about health and, and then online, yeah. so it didn't really slow me down at all. We're, our business has been booming because of the, um, just because of the nature of it, because we weren't affected by COVID too much. Yeah. Except for the fact that we had a lot of people that couldn't just afford as many products or as much as they wanted. But, yeah. um, you know, guys, keep in mind too that um, during COVID, um, the billionaires, over 600 billionaires, doubled their wealth mm. while the working class got decimated, right? While small oh, business nice. owners got decimated right from from the you know 
the whole thing with, uh, you know, COVID and the lockdowns and all these ridiculous mandates. So, so I didn't know that dude. So my heart really goes out to you because you're (laughs) hustling, trying to be a small business owner. They kind of hooked you with an extra dollar or two a month or an hour. So you go to work there and it sounds like in the beginning, it sounded pretty good. It's three 10 hour days, which is kind of like, you know, you're working like a nurse where they work three, four tens. And then, you know, you have an extra day off and you kind of like that. So um, when you started off, what was it like in the beginning? It was just like really cool. And a lot of the management was, you know, bringing me in to possibly like learn to be, um, you know, on the management team and dispatch uh because they you know you know they say it but you know who do you really believe it they're like we see something in you that we won't see in the rest of the other drivers we see your work ethic blah 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 and so for the longest time i would just you know kick ass at work like finish all my routes at even sometimes 12 30 when they're supposed to be done at 5 30 or 7 30 Mm-hmm. and then going to help other drivers who were slower or just not as fit or you know just couldn't keep up or didn't even have good work ethic I would go and save like five of them and then that's the work day and they really appreciate it they really appreciate it. they really appreciate it Christmas comes around I just overkill myself like two bang energy drinks a day um <laughs> well now you're gonna switch over to green 85 right you bet you know <laughs> i already got started it's uh i got some other detox to go to thanks to you um that's awesome dude but so it was just you know as i was trying to give so much to this company because when you see an opportunity to possibly move up in you know a powerful company as they call it you're like, okay, I, I, I got to go for this because there's not many people on my team who are getting this opportunity. Mm-hmm. But as time was going on, time was going on, Christmas was over, and they're like, all right, the two guys moving up are this guy and this guy. And I was one of those guys, and literally the week went by, and I was still driving normally with double routes at this point not just one route they loaded my van with two routes and nobody would come help me throughout the day and Wait, then, were, were other people doing double routes or just you just me right because you, you could get it done yeah and then there was this other guy who moved up with me ended up taking the dispatch position full-time and i was like wait what's going on what's going on i've been doing these double routes every day and then it just all sorted started making sense where i'm like oh they're puffing me up just so I'll do all this for them, but I'm actually not going to get anywhere. It's if this is what it's really coming down to. And then it turns out like a month goes by. I ask all about it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a meeting about it. No meetings. Everything's getting brushed. People start to like avoid phone calls from me. And then I start to realize, Oh, okay. I'm just another number in this company. I'm going to show up to work now and just do my route and go home. I'm not going to do any extra. I'm not going to do any of the small stuff that none of management wants to do because they all just want to go home and they didn't like that. And I started to get so-called worried about 
and they had to sit me down and have a talk and be like, Hey man, so like, what's going on? We're just, you're not you. And we really care about you in this company. And we're noticing that you're just not as what's the word like lively or, or actually um, we're probably there noticing you weren't picking up all the extra slack and doing all the stuff. So it's productive for them. Yeah, ex- exactly. They're, they're seeing the benefits that they're actually losing of me putting all, all that work in just for them. So their numbers are good that our status as a team is like, Oh, we're the best delivery team. Uh, yeah. Right. But, okay. Well, let's do this, dude. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I know you have a laundry okay. list of <laughs> things that you're going to share with the, with the listeners today. That's actually quite shocking. You're not going to believe the quality of these working conditions at Amazon as they've regressed into basically the, the turn of the century, the 1900s. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. The best part? It is super gentle, and there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my special guest, Sebastian. He is a current uh, Amazon employee. Um, I'm really happy, Sebastian, that you are able to come on. Um, now, so before the break, we were talking about your laundry list. Like, why don't you start sharing with us, like in order of like the things that you think are like the most inhumane or that you just think is a, it doesn't make sense or it's not moral. I mean, the one thing that I heard was, and you have to clarify this is I heard that Amazon is so high pressure on their employees, especially their delivery drivers that like, they're literally taking a dump in the van in bags because they won't allow them to pull over um, to go to the bathroom because they got to keep on schedule and they got to get those packages to people as fast as freaking possible because they're trying to, that's how they're winning people to reorder and purchase everything through them because it's like they're satisfying instant gratification. That's what their ultimate Mm -hmm. goal is. So is that true? Well, I'm kind of glad you said the instant instant gratification thing because literally it turns into this thing so i have a thing on my device where i can see every driver and their status and where they're at and if someone's following falling behind schedule it's uh it becomes a concern and then the headquarters basically want to know about it so then they can get on top of the management team and be like all right what are you guys going to do to solve this problem and then the drivers could be saying, I'm not feeling good. Like I'm throwing up on the side of the road. Like I need blah, blah, blah. Like, All right, let's, let's get a plan together. Like, you know, this is what we have to do. High pressure, high pressure, because Amazon has gone to this image and stereotype of, I would say, same day delivery or express delivery. And <laughs> that adds even more pressure to it. So you're talking about the instant gratification thing. It's yeah, it really, it, it doesn't matter that much what's going on, even if you're mentally unstable or if you take medication, um, 
and have like a chemical imbalance or something, or you have like depression or none of that stuff will matter. They're going to find ways to make you just keep going. If you have a problem with it, then, well, it depends how far they want to take it. If you know, you're trying to make a point and just getting real and just letting loose on management, they're going to come back at you with a write-up because they're like, you can't talk to us this way. You, you are expected to do this at this job. You signed up for this. This was your agreement with this company. So you need to do that. Does this happen often with drivers? It's been happening more recently than ever. I would say now, because the (laughs) we've just been going through drivers. Like it's nothing like two days, this guy, three days, this guy, five days. And then, someone ditches the band somewhere because why do you think their their turnover is so high (laughs) well i feel a big thing is too and it's you know maybe it's a marketing thing or advertisement thing or promotional or whatever it could be a thousand dollar sign-on bonus if you come work for amazon as a delivery driver today And I think that hooks people and then they're thinking they can work up to the point of getting that a thousand dollars and then just dipping out. But then they realize what they're really getting into. And it's going to be a while before you get that thousand dollar bonus. Let's face it. Yeah. And there's no free money. Yeah. Unless, unless, unless you're Amazon, you get free subsidies for, for shipping their products from us taxpayers, but everybody else has got to pay. That's what I was going to say. It's just like, okay, but with that $1,000, it's already getting taxed. And where is it going to? Yeah. So so what? So the delivery drivers, um, would you say that they're under a tremendous amount of, of uh, stress? I would say yes, because even I've noticed over time, and I, you know, I try to do a good job with it being personal and one-on-one and letting each person know that they're important. But I've noticed with our management team, especially it's like they almost make them feel like it's an inconvenience, why they're calling with a question, uh, why they can't figure something out on the road or they can't find a house or they don't know how the device works. It's almost like management sits there like this dumbass. Like, why can't they just figure it the fuck out? Like this person, like, why can't they, excuse my language, but, um, yeah, no, it's just the sort of thing of you feel like an inconvenience. So then you just keep working, but you don't know if your next move and that's kind of, you know, going back to when I first started working, that's kind of a feeling I had on a day-to-day basis. It was like any little sort of move was like, okay, could this get me fired? Oh, I just like hit the side of the van with a tree branch and there's a camera on that side of the van if they see that does that mean like i get fired like or you're basically you're you're working on pins and needles i get that so yeah walking on eggshells you've been inside now you've been doing dispatch as well correct yeah i'm on and operations so what's what's it like did you ever go into the warehouse what are the warehouse conditions (laughs) for for the people in the warehouse packing and shipping everything what's it like for them Ooh, well how in depth do you want me to get like uh to the point of artificial intelligence 
Well, just what's it, what's it like for the, for the day in the life of somebody that's packing and shipping stuff? Are they all running around smiling and happy? And Oh, no. I even I see like 60-year-old dudes in there with a bunch of tattoos and um, just pushing carts all, all day long from section to section. And yeah, no, nobody looks happy. <laughs> I know for a fact. And the thing is, what's so funny about you asking that is all those people working there most of them are like kids who came out of high school and just need like part-time work or something or mm-hmm. going to school they're always asking what's it like driving what's it like being on the road what's it like delivering they're always asking us and there's probably a reason for that and i already know for a fact they're getting paid less than the drivers right and i even know that management at the warehouse doesn't even get like that much more than us Mm -hmm. so somebody in the can you can you i don't know are we have you been inside the shipping areas can you see what it's like for a worker are they just so they're running around like crazy do how much do they get breaks um what's it like for a somebody who's picking and packing uh, boxes and stuff um i would say there's these head people and they're always walking around, but they're more watching after all the drivers and making all the driver, making sure all the drivers are getting everything in their van, which is all on their computer. But all these other employees, all they do is just bring the stuff to that section. But I would say, I don't think actually like they get to enjoy their full breaks. Cause there was even one time there was this girl I was talking to um, there. And when she was on her 15, within two minutes in, there was this head lady who came out to smoke a cig and she's like, Oh, you know, the flex, the, the flex drivers, they need help in there. She's like, Oh, well I'm on my break. She's like, Oh, you are, are you just lollygagging? I'm like, we're just both sitting there like wait what and then i'm look i look over at her because she can't tell me anything or what to do as a and i'm just a driver at the time and she's just like saying up until you're at his level like you need to be like on top of your things like i can't just have you thinking you can show up to work and that you get to create your own she like started going off on this girl and this girl was only two minutes into her break but I don't know if there was some jealousy factor that she was just talking to me and we were like laughing and having a good time. But what you said earlier is like, do they have smiles on their faces or whatever? No, I don't think they have smiles on their faces in the warehouse. Yeah. Well, but, she was uh, out there smoking a cigarette. So it seems like the, the culture and management, you know, it's always top down, man. Like the people at the top that are running it are driving it all the way down. So that culture is always going to be there and it's it's a top it's that's that top top down model well it's so weird and the more i go into the warehouse i see like these new people who are moving up in certain positions and then now it's kind of gotten to a point where it's like you don't know who's in charge of what you don't know who does what you don't know what their responsibilities are or how much they can say or tell you to do and then I've just started noticing there's bickering between these people that are supposed to be in charge. And then I'm just thinking in my head, it's like, oh, th- this is a place where people just want 
to climb over each other to be able to tell each other what to do at all times. It's like, I don't know if I said that right. But yeah, like, that makes sense. What else? What? It's just, a power so, thing. So, you know, other than that, I don't know pretty much anything else. You know, like I said, the there's a couple things that I do know. Um, one was the subsidies. The other one was how they're, you know, targeting successful products and businesses and then replacing them. And then the other two things I heard was that delivery drivers were under a tremendous amount of pressure that so much so that they had to go to the bathroom in the van sometimes mm -hmm. um, for fear of losing their job, which it sounds like that could be confirmed by what you said. And then also that the, that it was like really bad working conditions for the people in the warehouse, picking and packing. They're not happy. It's hard on their bodies. And um, you know, and there's in the bottom line is there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress there. Yeah. So other than that, um, what do they do as far as do they allow people to work 40 hours or do they so you can get full benefits or do they cut you off at like 30 or 35 hours a week? Well, this is what is so funny. Um, we've had like two raise wages. Mm -hmm. So what has happened, though, is our routes that used to end at 730 when we were getting paid 1750, I believe. Mm -hmm. um that was like the end time and sometimes you go later then our wages went up to 1950 but the ending time started becoming six o'clock and then they raised it to 2075 or whatever and now the cutoff time is 5 30 so you're talking like you talked earlier about the pressure thing like they're pressuring to get you done by a certain time so that for one, it saves money. And that if you go over the time, then people have to pay your overtime, which in a workplace overtime should sometimes, especially in the delivery world, be a normal thing. Mm -hmm. Do they pay yeah. overtime? They do, but they try to prevent you from getting it and they'll watch your time cards and so they want you to be done. So they've, increase the wages but they've cut down cut down the amount of time to, to takes you to get the same amount of products out the door to the clients yeah and so at the end of the day you're not making that much more than about the same what you were making before it's this little game that i yeah, noticed like shell game okay yeah. what, what are some other things that i might have or what do you think are the most shocking things that people wouldn't have a clue what's going on on the inside um, that would make people disturbed or well, I have two, I have two before we leave the warehouse. So in the warehouse, um, they say these boxes can't exceed 50 pounds. There's no way in hell, like there's packages that are below 50 pounds. And so there's some little game they do there. And I've known people who have been injured, breaking their backs and then getting paid no compensation from the company. Um, but then on top of that, there's these robots and they're apparently getting more and they have four feet flat back and a scanner on the front of their face. And if a package is missing from a driver's vehicle, that robot is programmed to go find and scan, go, go to the staging area, find that barcode, scan it, put the package on its back and carry it over to the driver's van, mm -hmm. hop in the van and say a little package found for a driver blah 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 number blah 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 
and drops the package in your van, jumps out, goes, <laughs> does it all over again. And they're supposed to be getting more of those because it makes it easier for locating issues and all that with the employees. But so the bottom line is, is that it's, it's just inevitable that employees will be replaced at some point in time as soon as they can figure it out. You're telling me, man, you're telling me it's a scary thought. So there's really no, there's no future for, it's not like the old days where you, I don't know, you worked at a, a packing plant or something like that. And you're, you know, you're making something like you're making a widget and you sit there and right. you do your job and you go home and you make your good wage, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and, and you could actually do that job for 30 years if you wanted to and support your family. Now it's like, right. you know, your, your job has, um, a timestamp on it because you're going to be replaced by artificial intelligence and, uh, you know, and that's just, yeah, that's the nature of the beast. When you're looking at a business, like at least a lot of these business owners, you know, if you're a business owner and you're out there listening, or if you're an employee W2 type person, the job of the business owner's number one job is profitability. That's the first hat you wear. You're trying to increase profits for the company. And it, the same thing with the board of directors. They have a board of directors. Their job is to increase profits. Unfortunately, if they don't have a moral compass, they will do things that shouldn't be done to do that, right? And that's where I started drawing the line with foods, some of the foods I was eating, the things I was drinking and supplements I was taking is that I realized through research and reading labels and doing being like Sherlock Holmes that you know, there's a lot of things that you don't want to put into your body and they're only doing it for one reason. It's more profitable. It's less expensive for them. It increased shelf stability. So there's less turnover, less things are going to rot or go bad. That's good for business, but it's not necessarily good for your health. So, okay. So you said one thing was the robots. What else is uh, going on? Well, connecting to the robots. Now we have these cameras in all the vans um, and I'll get to the conditioning of the vans in a sec and uh, the care they take for the vans, but, um, they've put in these new cameras that literally talk to you and watch you. They see your driving, you driving, and then they see both sides of your vehicle. So where there's like stop signs and yield signs on each side, um, they have a camera on the back and then it forms this, like, it almost looks like a drone is floating above your van but it forms this like four-way view of your van um but anyways the bigger reason of the camera is it talks to you when you have a hard acceleration or hard cornering or you don't come to a full stop or you're following someone too close on the highway um yeah and even if let's say there's a yield sign Mm -hmm. um and i don't know if this is just an update thing that they're gonna have to get right even if there's a yield sign where you go over speed bump for some reason it goes full stop not detected full stop not detected and that's just going over a speed bump or it's like somebody's over your shoulder 24 7 just creating more stress more pressure that if you f up no wonder so many people are quitting you know, yeah, yeah you're, being I, I, wa- you're watched constantly. You remember that? Like, I remember, you know, some people just, I, I just remember like, you know, like my, my, my mom or dad, like some things, I mean, they taught me a lot of stuff and I'm like, so thankful because number one, they taught me how to be a decent human being, which is number one. But number two, it's like, 
sometimes it'd be under the pressure of my dad to not make mistakes is when the mistakes actually happen, right? Because you start thinking and worrying about making mistakes and you actually manifest that what you're worrying about, right? Now, some people are able to just get through that, but other people aren't. So anyway, let's do this, man. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll wrap up with a couple more insider um, uh, observations that you've made by working at, at Amazon for the last year and a half. And, um, and then we'll wrap up. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with our special guest, Sebastian. Uh, he's an Amazon employee. We're getting the inside scoop from exactly what's going on. Um, you know, I'm Sebastian, I'm always looking for people to come on and give me something that I can do to improve my health, that I can learn from, and that so that our listeners, our health heroes out there, so that they can take one thing from the show and they can learn. And, you know, again, guys, if you're just joining now, if you didn't tune in in the beginning, um, you know, why are we having an Amazon insider talking again? It's about like, you know, I knew I knew this coming into the 74 percent of people are, are dissatisfied with their career. Well, to me, that's a problem because that means that um, a lot of people out there, almost three quarters of the population is unhappy with a major section of their life the area where they get to go out and contribute and help solve people's problems and, um, and create, a, and create a, you know, a way of life or an income for, for themselves and their family. And when you're that unhappy, it creates stress, right? It creates stress in your life and stress lowers your immune system, right? And the other thing is, is I'm just ticked off, okay? I've been ticked off about this for a long time about the, the Amazon getting those subsidies from the government to a dollar 46 every freaking package. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not moral. And I'm pissed about it. So, you know, that's why I'm having, having you on Sebastian, because I want to uncover what, whatever else, because the more resolve I can get, the, the more I can get this information out. If, if one more person listens to this podcast and they freaking stop buying from Amazon because they understand that they're feeding the beast and destroying their own health and probably the planet too. Cause I don't even know we can even get into that part of things, but the reality is, is that, you know, people should be happy at work. They should be happy at work. And again, it sounds to me like um, most of the folks aren't even happy there. Even the management's all stressed out. Is that an ac accurate account? Very, very. Okay. They so just don't want to be there. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame them. So, um, it's, so give us some more of these inside things. You were just telling us about, there's a bunch of cameras on the van. The van's telling you stop, stop, do all this stuff. You're being monitored 24 seven. It's like you're under a microscope, um, yeah. driving around. What else would you say is, uh, that you've discovered by working there? Um, well, I can share a personal story. There was one day out in, um, way out in the boonies, like, so far a driver gets stuck on a mud road 
mm-hmm. and I'm dispatching this day. And we have a list of tow trucks that we can call who are out there and uh, we've used regularly. Um, so they call with the situation and I go to my CEO and I'm like, so um, this is okay. Cause you have to confirm that you're going to write a check for the tow company and drive out there and pay the tow company and that whole thing. And he <laughs> says to me, he's like, well, did they try using one of the bags and stick it under the tire and like, you know, try to get some traction shut. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll tell them to do that. So there's these bags they call totes and it holds all the packages and there's a barcode on it. So, you know, that this section is for this area, this neighborhood, right? Um, stop one through 12 is in this, uh, tote. So they use one of the totes to try to get traction. And then he was tr- giving me every other answer, avoiding calling the coat tow company. And it got to the point where I don't know how he did it and I regret it, but he convinced me to go out there at eight 30 at night and help the driver get out. And the homeowner came out and was like, well, you guys could just call me. I have a tractor. I'll pull him right out. And I had already fallen in the mud trying to shove a tote under the tire while he's trying to back up onto the tote, trying to gain any sort of traction. The tote ends up getting just ripped apart. Um, I've fallen in the mud. It's pouring rain. And then the homeowner comes out and pulls us out. And then I'm like, I went through all this. Like, why? And they're like, was that your job description? (laughs) Exactly. Is it? No. <laughs> no, but you're a decent guy and you're just trying to help out the driver and do that's, just like that yeah. the homeowner there. He's like, Hey, I'll help you out. I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly. a decent person. And the problem we have here is that there's a, I think there's so many decent people out there today and they just don't understand a decent person wouldn't understand when they, you know, they the lift the veil or they peel back the, the cover and they can see what's inside and what's going on in here. I think a lot of people would be, um, just taken back quite a bit from the way p- their fellow humans and neighbors and community members are being treated. Yeah. And all they, all they could say to justify was that they had already spent $8,000 in just toes within the past month. That's mm. why they didn't jump all over another toe. But mm. okay, <laughs> look what they I just went through. Limit, so then you you became the, the you know maybe the manager maybe he should have got off his ass and went out there and helped the driver. <laughs> You're telling me he was yeah. sitting right there. Um, okay, man. Any other uh, crazy stuff that you can share with us? Yeah. So um, I know it's probably been out there. Uh, people may have seen articles, and you talked about like you know shitting in bags and pissing in bottles. If you see articles about that, it's true. Like, believe it. And if you see articles that it's not true, don't believe it because Amazon has finally bought some, and I'm not sure who the article people are, but they they bought a catalog or whatever to put out fake articles when they have been exposed mm-hmm. on things to justify or cover up what's actually going on and making it no amazon is not the place people are saying it is so they have fake articles going out now um and then i would say there has been a few situations and it just baffles me where 
the CEO, you know, I had suspicions of a driver drinking on the job, mm -hmm. a functional alcoholic. And I went to help him one day, just take some stuff. He was behind schedule. And then he's like stumbling around the van and there's a little smell of like cheap beer in the van. And I'm like, huh? And all of a sudden I look down, there's like this. Wait a minute. What's the difference between the smell of cheap beer and, and expensive beer? How do you know that? I mean, have you, have you ever smelled like fermented old, have you ever been to a frat house? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Man. <laughs> blue he smells ribbon. like a frat. This guy smells like a frat house. He's stumbling around. Yeah. Delivering our packages on our roadways with, you know, other people. He's basically drinking and driving. Yeah. And, um, I was like, dude, like, is that, is that, um, a rolling rock can in your, in your, uh, compartment? He's like, oh no, dude, it's just a lemon. And it was, it was, it, it, it was a Sprite can eventually, but I thought it was a rolling rock can. Mm. And I was like, okay. But then I could have swore in his cooler. I saw like one of those, uh, those really cheap ones. I forget. It's like a seltzer though. But, um, so then I call my CEO. I'm like, yeah, dude. So like, I have suspicions of this guy, like drinking on the job. His van smells like beer. He's stumbling around and he was saying he's fine, but I'm going to keep following him because I can't tell him to stop driving, even though I want to. And he's like, no, yeah, just, just let him keep going and follow him for a few stops. See if like he hits anything or crash. Dude is swerving everywhere. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to stop this dude right now. So I pull up in front of him. I'm like, dude, let me just take everything off you. Like, I'll, it's fine. Like, you, you need to go home. You just need, he's like, uh, am I going to be fired? And I'm like, no, dude, just give me everything. Stop worrying. My CEO calls me. He's like, what are you doing? You're taking all this stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah, I told you he's swerving everywhere. He's like, well, no, no, don't, don't do that. Cause then he's going to like come back to the company saying we accused him of drinking on the job. I'm like, dude, the proof is right here. And they let him drive and, uh, kept going the rest of the day. And I knew it was wrong. I knew it was wrong. Two days go by. Uh, he pulls into the wrong lane at the wrong time at the station the day after. And then the day after that, he crashes the van in the forest right up against a tree. And they knew the whole time and didn't do anything about it. And I wanted to do more, but like you said too, it's not my job description to stop that, but I really wanted to stop it. And I'm a good person to want you to just do that. Called, but... yeah, well, now you think about it, she's called 911. <laughs> You're telling me, man. And then I've done it multiple times, man. You, you know, I've, I've done it because like I was shit. It was like, uh, when was it? It was, it was, it wasn't too long ago. I was coming yeah. back home from Eastern Oregon and there was this dude in this pickup and this little raggedy pickup and he is all over the road i'm like that dude is freaking hammered or he's on something i called 911 i stayed on until um, i followed people before i've, I've done multiple times when, yeah. when people are drinking and driving this is not cool there are families there are people there's moms and dads and uncles and kids and brothers and sisters and aunts and grandmas and grandpas driving all over this and you can wipe them out you mm -hmm. know uh, when i was when i was a kid me and my buddy mike mckinnon we were driving home to my just going home from from town out to our farms and um we got there right after um our friend lance and trent's um aunt and uncle were t-boned gal just uh missed a missed a stop sign just 55 miles an hour t-boned them 
and mm. they were hooked up. We were like almost the first people on the scene there with the ambulance people. And, uh, you know, they had the life support on them. They, they're trying to cry bar, crowbar them out of there. They're like crawling in and putting life support. I'm trying to help get them stabilized before they can even get them out of the car. And then beep, 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 beep. And then, you know, his, mm -hmm. um, the, the guy died. And then a few minutes later, beep, and then his aunt, his aunt died. So, you know, whether it's somebody missing or drunk drivers or whatever, I mean, like somebody could have been killed. Yeah. Like, well, it makes me wonder where, where, what else is going on. You know, well, this... it, I'm glad you said all that because what's actually even more messed up me being me. Yeah, of course I'd call the police ASAP, but man, what it would do to my job or what it would jeopardize at my work. Unfortunately, <laughs> they'd probably get mad about it or something or be like, that was not your position to take initiative in that way. Like there's ways, other ways to handle it, Rocky. You're in no blah, blah, blah position, blah. And so then. Yeah, the strip trying to strip your power. Yeah. So then you're just like, okay, what do I get stuck doing? That's right. I guess I, okay, I'm, I do nothing about this and let them eat their words. And then there was another one where I knew by 12 o'clock, this girl would stop slowing down on schedule. It's just like, I'm like, okay, something's up. I would go inside her van, smells like white cloth, literally. And she'd be stumbling around like she van was not organized. I'm like, okay, I know what you're doing. Like, I'm not going to let it go this time. Do the same thing. Call my CEO. He's just like, I just think like, you know, she gets flustered and so she, when she gets flustered and gets behind schedule, she just freaks out and gets disorganized and becomes a mess. But then she shows up at the end of the day at the parking lot to bring back the van and the keys. And she can't even form any words. I'm like, you guys are oblivious, aren't you? And then literally within a week, she was going around a roundabout, tipped the whole van over, drove right through the median on the roundabout or whatever, and just tipped the van right over in the middle of it. And then uh, showed up to work the next day asking to get the rest of her stuff out of the van, which there ended up being, eh, I don't care, it's it's fine, but uh, heroin, cocaine, and lots of alcohol. It's surprising to me where they have like 5,000 cameras on the van monitoring and having a computer mm -hmm. yell and talk at you all day long, but why don't they have people blow into a breathalyzer thing before they drive it at least if this is Man, happening all the time? You know, well, it turns out that she was selling and dealing on the job while oh. also using her own supply. Yeah. And so well, see, you know, I will say shocking. this is like, if you have somebody doing that kind of stuff, it's, um, you know, that's really not on Amazon. That's her making poor decisions. But... I know, but they were also, I feel brushing off a lot of, suspicions that i had i wasn't accusing but like you know you kind of tipped them off i get it <laughs> yeah, they just I mean, want to no as long just keep it going we don't want to rock the boat we got to keep packages going out shut your mouth there's yeah, a quote exactly. out there if you've heard this quote it says the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing that's it that's right. it right there. I think it kind of sums it up. And it seems like the culture over there is they don't want you to do anything except what you're told, get in line, you're a number, you're a cog. And eventually, mm -hmm. pretty much, you know, as soon as artificial intelligence uh, can take over and they get enough robots in the warehouse, all the pick and packers are done. 
And as soon as that we have cars that drive themselves and robots that can put a package on the front lawn, you know, the drivers are done too. And that that's where we're headed. So it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a lose, lose situation there. There's no, Mm -hmm. there's no real winner. I don't know anybody. Um, I met a few people that have worked at Amazon. I've never met one. That's like, like, dude, this job's amazing. Like I I love my career so much. It's like, this thing is so badass. And like, dude, you should get a job here too. It's so great. You know, if you're looking for a good career, a good place to hang your hat and really feel good about yourself. So when you get home on a scale of one to 10, 10 being completely satisfied and happy and content with what you did at your career. And one being, you just, you know, you just don't want to be there another second. Where are you at when you come home every day? For six months, it was like, all right, I can just tolerate this, even though there's some bullshit. Now it's become the thing where it's just, it's draining. Like you're just drained at the end of the day. Um, and it's not, even if you didn't deliver anything, you feel like you delivered 200 stops that day, just mm-hmm. from your brain being hurt of all this extra stuff just coming at you at once and trying to be personal and individual with each driver, but then also like trying to be aware of the bigger picture going on around these drivers and then dealing with drivers, dealing with my own management and dealing with Amazon's head people. It's just, I always wonder sometimes I'm like, should I have just stayed a driver and just, kept my head down mouth shut and do my thing but then how long would I have been able to tolerate that but then also we wouldn't be having this conversation if I hadn't moved up or (laughs) yeah and been able to share this with the world because you know I, I I bet people have questions of what it's really like and are skeptical but I will finish with this for you um on one of the big points So for the head people of Amazon, after I think five or 10 years of their agreement is up, they have the choice to resign for a certain amount of money because it's cheaper to do that instead of keeping them there and giving them a new raise. So they'll literally pay you to quit Amazon after your agreement with them is up as a headquarter person. Mm. because they don't want to give another raise to someone and then it's more affordable, but you would think (laughs) at the end of the day, Amazon has money. So there's, yeah, you know, they actually, they've, they have a lot of money and they've Jeff Bezos has doubled his, um, his personal net worth in the last year and a half through this crisis. How convenient. So dude, um, yeah, that's unfortunate. So the reality is, is even the management that's going up, there it's just the whole thing is pigs led to slaughter because there is no loyalty there is no oh, no yeah there, there, you you are not you you are literally a cog you are just a cog in this in this machine and as soon as they can chew you up and spit you out you're you're toast but but don't worry about it because the customers can you know eat a bag of potato chips and order all this stuff from amazon and the next day it's on their porch or maybe even that afternoon but see you don't understand guys. Uh, well, hopefully you do now. Um, I, I do a lot better now. Thanks to Sebastian's um, sharing. Do what I can. That Thank you. It's like, 
every time you purchase something at Amazon, you are you are driving misery. You are actually part of the problem, right? It's the same thing with poor animal husbandry, right? Where they have these chickens as an example, and they get these laws passed that free range chickens just have to have a a window and that window can be a certain size like it's like ridiculous like a three foot by three foot window and they have a million square foot warehouse or some crazy thing and and as long as the window is open a certain amount of time of the day that's considered free range yet inside of that warehouse they have these chickens and they're feeding them genetically modified corn and soy and other chickens and weird stuff and they have these rising water bowls or feeding bowls so that if the, the chickens that aren't strong enough to get up there and get the food in the water, they just die and then they just scoop them up. And I mean, dude, it's, it's nasty. They're filled with hormones and antibiotics because they're, they're putrefying from the inside out of all these infections and they grow so fast that, that, that when they x-ray them, that like the, the bones don't even hardly show up because they're so thin, but they have these massive freak size breasts. And then they put that stuff you know, and they cut it out and they put it on and wrap it up in the yellow with the white cellophane on it. And they sell it to you because it's two ninety nine dollars a pound. It's a great deal. Right. But the suffering that goes on behind the scenes and then your suffering when you eat that crap. Right. Companies that are doing this kind of stuff to animals and to people and workers, they got to go. And the only way that you're going to get them to, to, to change or go out of business and you can help start other businesses is to stop giving them money. Stop buying the crap. Stop buying from them. That's it. That's the solution. And it could stop. Could you imagine if everybody just shuts their Amazon accounts off overnight? They're gone. They're done. They'd have to do something else. They would literally have to do something else or they'd have to change their ways and start being good to people. And they're obviously not do it, doing it. Man, so think about that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So again, I, 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 I thank you, Sebastian, for coming on and sharing. And I thank listeners around the world for tuning in to this show. Um, I hope it's been insightful. I hope that we've brought some awareness here and shined some light in a dark area. And, and dude, you know, um, it doesn't take much light either. One little candle in a dark room will light up the entire room. And I appreciate you being that light, that candle in the dark room to bring this to attention to more and more people about the truth of what's really going on behind the scenes of Amazon and what the quality of working environments are. And, you know, guys, it doesn't, as you can tell, this doesn't affect just um, the people working there because there's drivers going out and not to say that this couldn't happen. I mean, I'm sure there's other delivery companies and stuff like that. You know, human beings are human beings. People make mistakes. They do stupid things. The alcoholics, the drug drug addicts, they're working all over the place. So I will give Amazon a little uh, credit there. That's probably not their thing. But when somebody like yourself is reporting this stuff and management is like, oh, forget about it, look the other way. And then, you know, they wrap the truck around a tree and three days later, and then, you know, it's like, or tipping these things over and you were like tipping them off to the fact like, hey, there's a problem here. And they're not, they're not investigating that that is a problem, right? So if you're purchasing packages from Amazon um, and you understand what management's doing and what's going on, I mean, it could be you that get hit by the Amazon drunk employee because management doesn't want to say anything or they don't want to rock the boat, right? So anyway, um, dude, thank you so much for, for again, for coming on the show today. Um, listeners, please, if you like this episode, please uh, subscribe, share it, 
Um, and um, again, I just uh, implore everybody to just, you know, stop buying, stop buying from these big corporations and um, do your homework and, and try to find people that own companies that actually have a heartbeat, have a, a moral compass that are trying to do things right and um, give your money to those companies, help them grow so we can spread, you know, more joy, love and compassion in the world rather than the opposite of that. So until next time, change yourself, change your world, and I'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. Ha, ha, ha.